Hey, if you enjoy this clip from our Patreon exclusive podcast, you can head over to patreon.com slash DPN sports, where Sunday through Thursday, Connor and I record a exclusive podcast for Deer Patch Nation loyalty club members. But there's only one fan base that will question the validity of Bill Belichick's legacy. And that's the Patriots fan base, right? 31 other fan bases. And now uh, analysts and media from across the NFL landscape outside of Boston will hail Bill Belichick as the greatest coach or at least one of the greatest coaches of all time in 10, 15, 20 years from now. But here in New England, because for whatever reason, we feel like we as Patriot fans, we need to hate somebody in our organization. We are going to hold Bill Belichick as a piece of dirt. Because his record without Tom Brady isn't great. Right. I think that is funny now that, you, now that you you make that point. It's like if you go out to any other fan base, they think Bill Belichick is an absolute legend. You come here, it's only in New England where people will be like, oh, he's a bum without Brady. You go out to Wisconsin, Green Bay Packer fans probably say he's the GOAT. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Ray. And if you would like to watch the rest of this stream, head on over to patreon.com slash DPN Sports from Sunday to Thursday. Connor and I put out a second podcast exclusive to Patreon members and members of the Deer Pats Nation Loyalty Club. It's only $5 a month. There's no tiers. Everybody gets the same stuff. Every two weeks, we do a live stream exclusively for Patreon members. Go check it out, patreon.com slash DPN Sports. Because I think the purpose of faith is to get human beings to live on a higher plane than the animals in the jungle. And that there's something bigger going on that's bigger than all of us. And I'm back, Dear Pat Nation, what's going on? It's your boy, Ray, and welcome to the No Sources Podcast. This entire purpose of the podcast is to respond to the comments left by our viewers uh, on No Sources or Patriots Outsider. I can't guarantee that I'll be able to get through all the questions and comments, but I can guarantee that I'll do my absolute best. So make sure you leave a question or a comment below and help shape the next show. And just a quick reminder, your comments or questions don't have to be about anything I talked about on tonight's show. You can leave any comment you want about any Patriots-related subject. I also want to remind you that if you can't watch this entire show on YouTube, you can download the podcast of this show wherever you get your podcasts. And before we get to all your comments and questions, let me start by telling you that Deer Pats Nation is brought to you by Manscaped.com. Fellas, when you're grooming below your belt, you want to make sure that you are using some of the top grooming and hygiene products on the market. Manscaped.com has you covered with trimmers, deodorants, colognes, boxers, and more. And when you visit Manscaped.com and use the promo code RAYROUTE, that's R-A-Y-R-A-U-T-H, you're going to save yourself 
20% off every purchase you make. So head on over to manscaped.com. Get your hands on some of the best male grooming products on the market and save yourself some money using the promo code RayRoute. That's R-A-Y-R-A-U-T-H. We've left the link to manscaped.com in the description wherever you're listening or watching this show. So Love Vibration Nation says, why did Karen Garrigan write such a stupid article on predicting the Patriots record to be 11 and 6? She had us beating all the teams with losing records and losing to all the teams with winning records. She did not see the 49ers and Ravens games last year. Lazy, lazy media. All right. A little bit of a loaded question, Love Vibration Nation, because I think right now, I would say it's a little difficult to try and predict the Patriots record moving forward. Uh, a question that Connor and I get asked a lot on the podcast is what do you see as the Patriots floor in the Patriots ceiling? Maybe Karen took the approach of this is the Patriots floor this year, because for me, I have the Patriots floor at, nine to 10 wins. I think that with the moves they made this off season, that guarantees them two to three wins better and probably a ceiling of 12 to 13. The Patriots are in a situation where they should be defeating the teams with losing records. That's almost sort of an obvious. I think everything else is subjective to somebody's opinion, but the difference between a Super Bowl winning team and a regular team is really just, how do you say it, beating the teams maybe you're not supposed to beat or winning some of those difficult games. When you look at teams like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that they have to face, obviously the Buffalo Bills are going to be difficult. The Indianapolis Colts are going to be a tough game. And beating those teams that are seen as Super Bowl competitors or Super Bowl bound maybe are sort of the teams that you have to beat. I've said that I see this Patriots team as a playoff team. I don't at this time see them as a Super Bowl competitor or to be in that Super Bowl conversation. That doesn't mean the Patriots can't get there because I always say when it comes to the playoffs and comes to the Super Bowl, all you have to do is make the playoffs and that completely changes everything that you do. Now, I didn't read Karen's article, so I'd have to go read it to get a better understanding of what she was talking about. But 11 and 6 seems sort of reasonable to me based on how I feel, remembering that I think this Patriots team is going to take some time to gel together. So I get what you're saying, and I get the optimism, and I love the optimism. But if she's going by her floor, I don't necessarily disagree with her, but I appreciate your comment. Thank you. Luke Neely says, I just want to say thanks for your time and efforts on DPN. Thank you. Uh, appreciate you watching. Verdict says, haven't given up on Stidham yet. Seems everybody else has. Uh, I disagree with you. There is a small contention of Jared Stidham supporters out there who still believe he deserves an opportunity and still believes that he could be the future quarterback of the team. To be upfront and honest with you, I'm one of those people who have given up on Jared Stidham. I will say I do agree that he hasn't really been given the opportunity to start a game, and that's sort of key when you're trying to see what a guy has. I will agree that perhaps he could have played the last two games of the season last year, or at least one of them, to see how he can perform. 
But what I will say is when we saw Jared Stidham take the field, when we saw Jared Stidham get an opportunity when he'd come up in mop-up roles, he didn't really perform or take advantage of his opportunity. Now, you might say that's not fair. He's coming in in blowouts and that kind of thing. And yes, I okay, I get that. I understand that. And I'm not necessarily discounting that. But what I am saying is when you think about the Patriots, when you think about football, when you think about the NFL in total, when you start getting into garbage time, whether you're winning or losing, teams should be able to drive down the field and score points, especially when you're getting blown out because teams are just going in to prevent defense. They're willing to give up a couple of scores to let you take time off the clock to end the game. Jared Stidham, in my opinion, never really took advantage of those opportunities. That being said, if he comes out and wins the job at a training camp, even though I don't think he will, I hope he is successful. And listen, if the Patriots don't take a quarterback in the draft because they believe in Jared Stidham, I'm absolutely going to hope that he's successful. And I'll come out here and say I was wrong because I have to trust Bill Bel- Belichick. Uh, thank you for your comment. Uh, Rosai says, thanks for your response. I found your channel this year, so I don't know. Uh, if you address the topic last season, apologies. English is not my mother tongue. Um, I'm trying my best. Pat's fan from Slovenia. Thank you for watching. I always love when I hear people from all these different countries. I think it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, just it really it tickles me that someone from Slovenia is is watching my content. That's great. Thank you. Uh, Eric Super Patriot says, I feel like the Pats challenge for the AFC East division. At least finish second in the division and make the playoffs. I'm not going to go too deep into this, Eric, because we actually took this comment and we are turning it into the subject of the podcast, the Dear Pat Station podcast tonight with Connor and Sarah and I at 9 p.m. Eastern time. So you can check out my full thoughts there. What I will say is a little bit of a teaser. That AFC division is probably going to be pretty tough and, in my opinion, is slowly becoming the best division in football. You've got the Buffalo Bills who are just coming off the AFC championship game. They could be better than they were last year. Josh Allen could be better than they were last year. They still have Stephon Diggs. They still have a good opportunity to be a really, really good football team. If Tua can take a jump from last season, Miami should be good. Sam Darnold is now gone, and the New York Jets are probably going to get Zach Wilson, which is going to improve their quarterback situation. They're they're past the Adam Gase era. They have a new coach. I still think it's going to be a very difficult division, but I will say I don't see any reason why the Patriots can't compete. Thank you for your comment, and if you want my full analysis as well as Connors and Sarah's, make sure you tune in to the podcast tonight. And Trevor Goodell says, respect and thanks for the vids. Thank you. I appreciate you. Uh, guys, there are different ways that you can support Dear Pats Nation, but the only way that you can do that in style is by visiting the Dear Pats Nation merch shop over at www.teespring.com store slash DPN. When you're there, you can get your hands on all the newest DPN apparel, including our exclusive No Sources t-shirt that will be available until April 30th, but you can get yourself tons of other t-shirts, hoodies, and coffee mugs at the Deer Pats Nation merch store by visiting teespring.com slash store slash DPN. For your convenience, we've left the link to the merch store in the description wherever you're listening or watching this show. So Love Vibration Nation says, when you look at the Patriots this year, picture the first Super Bowl win against the Ram. This year is about the defense and running the football. Special teams and scoring when we get a turnover. Cam doesn't have to light it up. If he goes 20 touchdowns and 10 touchdowns running and 8 to 10 turnovers, when we really will we win, then we really have a shot to do something special. Listen, I have 
preached ever since Belichick made all these offseason moves that Cam Newton doesn't need to be a superstar this season for the Patriots to be successful. The Patriots will run the football. Cam Newton will be a big part of running the football. Cam Newton needs to manage the game when he's throwing the pass, use the tight ends, use the underneath guys like Jacoby Myers. After you've established the run, after you've established the underneath, after you've got a zone defense going, hit Nelson Aguilar over the top. If Cam Newton can't play with this offense, then his career is probably over. But again, as I've said a lot, Cam Newton doesn't need to be that quote-unquote superstar. He doesn't have to carry this team maybe like Tom Brady has at times in the past. All Cam Newton has to do is play good. And if he can play good, this team can be very, very good. Thank you for the comment. JT McElroy says, how do you feel about the Patriots front seven now? I absolutely love it. First of all, the return of Dante Hightower, huge. Bringing back Kyle Van Noy, huge, especially when you're getting to the quarterback. Matthew Judon, love him. Everybody knows how high I was in Matthew Judon. He was one of my favorite free agents. I didn't even have him pegged to come to the New England Patriots. Absolutely phenomenal pickup. You got Jawan Bentley, who I think can play really well. Then you got guys like Kyle Duggar. I think Shalik Calhoun is still on the team, who sort of play those hybrid roles. Jawan Williams can play a hybrid role where they can play out of the box. And then the front seven with Lawrence Guy, Davin Gotcha, Dietrich Weiss Jr., Chase Winovich, Josh Uche, uh, as well as Henry Anderson. You've got guys who can stop the run. You've got guys who can get the pressure on the quarterback. You've got guys who can drop into coverage. I like the entire front seven. What I will say is I still would like the Patriots to try and get an interior guy who can get pressure on the quarterback, which is why if they don't trade up in the first round for a quarterback and try to get one of those top five quarterbacks, I'd really like to see them make a move and try to make a move into getting one of those defensive tackles. When you look at a guy like Aaron Donald in uh, L.A., I almost said St. Louis, but in L.A., what I really like about Donald, away from being like probably one of the best players in the game, is that he's able to constantly get pressure up the middle of the field. He's constantly able to get pressure on the quarterback. Pressure doesn't just have to come from the linebackers and the edge rushers. When you can get pressure up the middle, look at DeForest Buckner in Indianapolis. Uh, It's huge, and I'd love to see the Patriots do that. That's where I could see that front seven improving and this defense being overly elite. And with the names on this list, and, and if you keep Stephon Gilmore in that secondary, This could be the best Patriots defense we've seen in the Belichick era. I know that's a big word, and it's going to be tough to match up with some of those defenses from the past, but this defense is really set up to be really, really good. Uh, Thank you for your comment. Love Vibration Nation says, The other day you said you wouldn't want Aaron Rodgers for three good years because you wouldn't have the quarterback of the future lined up. It doesn't have to be one or the other. You can still get the future quarterback and have Rodgers. Bill Belichick respects Rodgers enough that he can have that open communication with him. All right. A couple of things to dissect there. Number one, when I was talking about that, we were talking about in the context of the Patriots going out next year and trading for Aaron Rodgers, which I assume is going to be Matthew Stafford-like or more. We're talking a couple first-round picks. We're talking some later picks, maybe a player. 
And I don't like that move because the Patriots are in a position now that they need to keep hitting on the draft. The draft isn't just important in 2021. The draft is important in 2022, 2023, 2024. Eventually, these free agents that the Patriots signed in the next three to four years are no longer going to be available. They're going to demand big money. You also got guys like Chase Winovich, J.C. Jackson, Josh Uche, who are going to be owed money as well. By investing all those dra- all that draft capital into Aaron Rodgers to win two or three Super Bowls, I believe puts the Patriots in a situation to win now. And if that's what you're happy with, if you're not satisfied with seven and nine after 20 years and you want to win the next couple of years and then struggle for the next five or six as you try to rebuild your team, then Aaron Rodgers is definitely the guy to go to. I think what the Patriots have done here, if they're going to give up that kind of draft capital, is get your young quarterback who's going to be here for the next 10 years and be able to build some sustainability there is no sustainability by bringing in Aaron Rodgers you're giving up too much draft capital for short-term success and then you're going to be hurting and you're basically going to have to start from scratch and in two three years the Patriots are right back where they were last year except they probably don't have Bill Belichick and they're probably not going to go seven and nine we're starting to talk about those two three win seasons and even if you end up with a Joe Burrow look at Cincinnati they were the first overall pick last year they've improved to the fifth overall pick this year What I think the Patriots can do, because Belichick has put them in that position, you know, Bill Belichick, the terrible GM, what I believe they have done is put themselves in a position to be to have sustainability for the next three, four, five, six, seven, eight years if they can land their future quarterback this year or next year. Whereas if you bring in Aaron Rodgers, there is no sustainability. It's short-term success. I'd rather go through a little bit of short-term pain for long-term gain. Again, which is why I've been okay if the Patriots do struggle this season. I think that there is a bright future ahead, even if it's not the 2021 season. Thank you for your comments, though. I get what you're saying. I just I respectfully disagree. Uh, Eric Super Patriot says, in light of Robert Kraft's recent comments about the Patriots' recent draft rows, I think Kraft must realize that if GM Bill drafted better – Tom could still be a Patriot. I also feel the same way. Maybe. It's not an unfair comment, and it's not an unfair opinion to say that you feel that way. I think that even if the Patriots were competitive, Tom Brady may have explored and went somewhere else, only because the relationship... I'm trying to say this in a way there we go i apologize it looks like my wi-fi is absolutely brutal so i apologize to anybody who's dealing with the brutal wi-fi right now i know i cut out there Uh, But as I was getting at, I absolutely see your point. I just think that it was such a fractured relationship. I just don't know if Belichick hitting the draft would have made the ultimate difference in Tom Brady staying with the Patriots. I get your point. I'm just not there yet. Thank you for your comment. Kinkato21 says, you have DPN Sports Talk. Call this by its original name, Dear Pat's nation because you yourself are dear pats nation i appreciate that joe but dpn sports talk actually doesn't exist anymore uh it it is on facebook because i can't figure out how to change the name uh we are the dear pats nation channel that is the dear pats nation podcast that we do this will be called no sources but i appreciate your comments 
And listen, guys, we want to thank all of our Deer Pats Nation Loyalty Club members over at patreon.com slash Sports For only $5 a month, Connor and I record an exclusive webcast Sunday through Thursday. So if you like all the free content that we offer here, can I suggest that you check out our Patreon page over at patreon.com slash Sports? We don't have any tiers, and we're not going to charge you for different access. We have one tier that costs $5, and you'll get five webcasts a week, and you can participate in a Patreon-exclusive live stream every second Friday. You can hang in the chat. You can join Connor and I on the screen and have a voice-to-voice conversation with us and other Deer Pats Nation Loyalty Club members. But in order to get that content, you have to join the club, and all you have to do is go over to www.patreon.com slash Sports. and if you'd like to check it out, we've left the link to the Deer Pats Nation Patreon page however and wherever you're listening and watching this podcast. So Love Vibration Nation says, how is debating anything about Tom Brady going to get the Patriots any wins this season? It's not. The truth be told is I really liked the comment from the last video, so I popped it up as my my subject. Perhaps I should have done different, but there's still people who want to discuss Tom Brady. It doesn't help. I keep talking to Patriot fans all the time saying we have to get over the fact that Tom Brady is no longer a New England Patriot. He's no longer the quarterback of the Patriots. He just won the Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're moving forward with Cam Newton or Jared Stidham or a future quarterback, whoever it may be. We're moving forward with somebody else. So with that being said, it doesn't get anywhere. It was just a discussion topic. Ryan Campbell says, so with Sammy D being traded, does this help the Pats chance of getting a quarterback if they go that way? Yes, it does, because Carolina was one of those teams that were in the mix of possibly drafting a quarterback. Now with Sam Darnold, they may go somewhere different. I still think the Patriots need to get ahead of Denver in order to get one of the top five. I do. I am concerned about Atlanta. I was just reading this morning that the coach of Atlanta wants to go forward with Matt Ryan. The GM likes Kyle or likes Trey Lance, which means if the Patriots were to get a top five quarterback and not trade with Atlanta, they're probably going to get the fifth and final of the top five. We know Trevor Lawrence, Patriots have no chance. Zach Wilson, they probably have no chance. And then three, four, and five. So it all depends on what San Francisco does. If they really like Trey Lance and San Francisco, if Atlanta really likes Trey Lance and San Francisco takes him, perhaps Atlanta would be more uh, would be more open to trading with the Patriots so they could get their hands on Justin Fields or Mac Jones. If let's say Atlanta likes Mac Jones, as we've heard, and then Atlanta takes Trey Lance. That leaves the Patriots with Justin Fields, which I think a lot of Patriot fans would be okay with. You now have to trade ahead of Denver. Or does Carolina still take a chance? I don't know, but you'd have to get ahead of Denver, which means trading either to seven or eight to be able to get your hands on them. So it improves their chances because it takes one team out of the mix. But we are in a situation now where four of the top five quarterbacks could be gone before the Patriots even have a chance of making a move. Thank you for your comment. Um, Maik Spinner of Yarn says, Tom Brady's backstabbed us. We traded him to keep, we traded Jimmy to keep him a 40 plus year old quarterback and he still left. Cam is my quarterback at the moment and the other guy can do whatever. Uh, Dude, I had your, look, I was bitter when Tom Brady left and I had your same logic. Just, you know, he abandoned us. We we gave up the future for you, whatever. I had that same thought. That being said, I'm over it now. I hope you can get over it. You're right. Tom Brady can do whatever he wants in Tampa Bay. The Patriots have to focus on what they're doing here. I'm not mad at Tom Brady like that anymore. 
Bill Belichick has to take a little bit of accountability. Robert Kraft has to take a little bit of accountability. It is what it is. Brady's doing what he's doing. We're doing what we're doing. Thanks for the comment, man. Uh, Psychological says, I don't know if Newton was the most logical quarterback to take after Brady, but he was definitely the worst quarterback to take after Brady, especially considering the type of offense Brady and McDeezy ran for 20 years or whatever. Brady was a pocket passer, dink and dunker, so they were totally two different types of quarterbacks, you know? I 100% agree with you, but I don't put that on Cam Newton. I completely put that on Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels is supposed to be known as this great offensive mind. That's what we hear, how great of an offensive mind he is. And he basically did nothing to improve that offense. I said that there's going to be a lot of pressure on Josh McDaniels and Bill Belichick to make sure that they adapt this offense to whoever their quarterback is. You can't run a Tom Brady offense if you don't have a Tom Brady-like quarterback behind there. And I don't mean the greatest of all time-like. I mean just his style of play. I agree with you 100%. He could have been the worst there. I talk about him being the most logical because of his mental makeup of trying to improve the Patriots. But when it came to that, I put that completely on Josh McDaniels for not adapting to Cam Newton. But you know what? Like we were talking about last night, Josh McDaniels sort of has the same excuses as Cam Newton does. He didn't have a lot of time with Newton. Newton didn't have a lot of time on the field, the whole COVID thing. How fast can you adapt the playbook as you're still trying to learn other parts of the playbook? Now they've got a whole offseason. They're going to have OTAs, training camps. I think everything is starting in April. So there is an opportunity for them to do things. That's fine. Thank you for your comment. Honest Abe says, the run game is on the shoulders of Newton. Look at the friggin' tape. Every time, every time new england rushed the defense hesitated to see if newton kept the ball that gave the running backs half a step to step uh, onto the rushing because of the threat newton was keeping the ball it's like you people don't want to acknowledge the obvious and yes it's going to be very run heavy and defense and defensive team with newton but newton will pass between 35 to 4,000 yards but the run game will open up the entire offense led by newton newton ran for over 500 yards and 12 touchdowns with no tight ends or wide receiver support um okay so <laughs> So, I mean, I just acknowledge that the run game runs through Cam Newton, and uh, we've acknowledged lots how great Cam Newton can run. I think that you are honest, Abe. I don't think you're being very honest in how great Damian Harris is because the way Damian Harris ran the football is exactly the way I described how we'd run the football when he was drafted by Alabama. So either you're just looking in a very narrow box and don't want to see what everybody else does. You're just bitter. I don't know. As for 35 to 4,000 yards, I don't think Cam Newton has ever thrown for 4,000 yards in his career. And I know what? I'm going to look up his stats right now to see if Cam Newton has ever ran for 4,000 yards. So if this is going to be a primary run-heavy team, how do we also expect Cam Newton to throw 4,000 yards of passing? In Cam Newton's MVP season, which was in 2015, he threw for 3,837 yards. Cam Newton has thrown for 4,000 yards one time, and that was in 2011. 2011, so 11 years ago or 12 years ago, he threw for 4,000 yards. He is not throwing for 4,000 yards. I have said Cam Newton could throw between three and 3,500. I've said that on multiple shows, so I'm not sure what I'm not being obvious about. Either you don't watch us enough to really hear what we have to say or you don't watch everything or you don't really listen to us. I'm not sure, but you just threw a lot of accusations out there that's just not true, but I appreciate you watching. I appreciate your comment. Darius I'm King Irvin says 12 and five and we make at least the AFC championship book it now revenge tour will be here in a few months hey amen if if that's where you're going I respect your optimism I'm not on the same page as you but hey dude let's do it guys quick pause here to hear from our sponsors over our partners over at the Rocky Mountain Barton 
Should I start that again? Hear from our partners over at the Rocky Mountain Barber Company, our sponsors over at manscaped.com, and a little little ad about our merch store. Visit RockyMountainBarber.com and get all the products you need to take care of your hair, beard, and skin. Get their small batch, all-natural beard bombs and oils, pre-shave oils, lotions, hair products, razor blades, and so much more. Visit Rocky Mountain Barber Company and use the promo code RAYROUTE and save 5% off all your orders. Get your small batch hygiene products at RockyMountainBarber.com. You can get your male hygiene and grooming tools and take care of everything below your belt from manscaped.com and use the promo code RayRoute and you'll save yourself 20% and get free international shipping. So take care of your boys and get all of your male hygiene and grooming tools at manscaped.com. Support Deer Pats Nation in style by gearing yourself up with some DPN merchandise over at teesprings.com slash stores slash DPN. We have left the link in the description of this YouTube video and on the podcast. All right, HB says, who cares? I'm so tired of this. Brady is gone. They chose Cam for whatever reason. Let's move on. So much more stuff to talk about other than the past. Shake my head. I couldn't agree and disagree with you more. Yes, I'm over this as well, but this is what people want to talk about. It's a fan-driven show. I got to respect what the fans are asking for. As for there's lots of other stuff to talk about, there really isn't. The only other stuff to talk about is whether or not the Patriots are going to trade up for a quarterback in the first round. I mean, we can do another mock draft. We've probably done a hundred of those. We talked about every single position the Patriots should address. No, it is April 6th. And on April 6th, it sucks talking about the New England Patriots because finding content is very difficult. Uh, JJA1987 (laughs) says, nope, scam sucks. Very consistent in your comments, man. And look, I respect you for sticking with it. Uh, Love Vibration Nation is going to finish us off by saying, Nikhil Harry not calling Michael Irvin after the crap year he just had says it all. He's leaving He's leaving like the guy Moosh in Casino who loses every bet he makes and causes everyone else to lose. Look at the crap he caused for the Patriot fans saying the BB can't draft. Would fans be saying that if Nikhil was a stud? No way. Move on from him at all costs. He doesn't work hard enough and it isn't the Patriots material. BB did make a mistake on that one, to be honest. Um, BB made a huge mistake on drafting Nikhil Harry. I don't blame Nikhil Harry for people saying Bill Belichick can't draft. I just read a story this morning that said one of the reasons that they're taking a different approach is that Bill Belichick went against the scouts who told him to go after uh, Debo Samuel or AJ Brown instead of Nikhil Harry. And yet Bill Belichick chose Nikhil Harry because from what we heard was he aced the interview. Nikhil Harry is a draft bust, but he was probably a reach at 32 anyways. Uh, I know a lot of people say, well, it was a first round pick. I just want to remind everybody that if he was picked at 33, he would have been a second round pick. So it's not like he was a top 10 pick. Uh, no, Nikhil Harry's not good. And I'm sick of hearing we could have had DK Metcalf. Bill Belichick brought that on himself. It doesn't mean I'm sick, not sick of hearing about it. It's, you know, it is what it is. Uh, well, guys, that is the show. And I appreciate everybody who left a comment or a question. And I would absolutely appreciate everybody who watched or listened to the show. Uh, I will be back tomorrow live this time at 7 p.m. Eastern time with Lawrence Owen for Patriots Outsiders. So leave your comments below. Leave them right here on YouTube. And Lawrence and I will answer as many as we can. Make sure that you tune in live tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern time for the Deer Pats Nation podcast with Connor, Sarah, and myself. And guys, I have to do this again. Deer Pats Nation is brought to you by Manscaped.com. Fellas, when you're grooming below your belt, make sure that you are using some of the top grooming hygiene products on the market. Manscaped.com has you covered with trimmers, deodorant, colognes, boxers, and more. And when you visit Manscaped.com, use that promo code RAYROUTE. That's R-A-Y-R-A-U-T-H. You're going to save yourself 20% off of every purchase that you make. So head on over to Manscaped.com. Get your hands on some of those 
on some of the best male grooming products on the market and save yourself some money using the promo code RayRout, R-A-Y-R-A-U-T-H. You can find the link to manscaped.com in the description or wherever you're watching or listening to this show. And with that being said, guys, all I have to say is the Patriots are going to be legit, kid. Because I think the purpose of faith is to get human beings to live on a higher plane than the animals in the jungle and that there's something bigger going on that's bigger than all of us. And-